0: to Beyond the Shadows. I'm Ghost Dorian, Mike Ricksecker. Our show tonight is epic road trips, epic haunted road trips. And I just saw down there in the chat, Victoria Monday. So is there a playlist for this road trip? Well, um, there are a couple of different playlists on the Hunter Road Media YouTube channel. One is a playlist of Haunted road trips. Actually, um, I should link that in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a thing. So I, we used to do the uh, the show um, "Paranormal Roads" on the Haunted Road Media Channel. I don't know why I got away from that. Um, the last couple of years kind of went away from the whole Paranormal Roads series, uh, and kind of want to get back into it. Really, um, those those always did really well, and we had you know some pretty epic trips over the years. Um, what, what I wanted to do when I start all of this off, um, I'm going all the way back to like the beginning. I guess not the beginning beginning, but at least the beginning of when I started doing all the YouTube stuff. I'm actually going to start it with a clip from uh, the very first Ghosts and Legends episode, which was the first video that was uploaded to uh, was the old Mike Ricksecker channel and the old Society of the Haunted channel. Um, so we're talking like nine years ago when this thing was was put out there. So it's great to see everybody down in the chat. We had a fantastic time with Freddie Silva on Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Uh, he is always just such a wealth of knowledge, and we're happy to have him back to talk about lost civilizations, missing lands, all the different ancient cultures, and how they really are all connected. But before we get into everything, I want, I want to let you know that this episode of Beyond the Shadows is brought to you by A Haunted Road Roast. It helps you hunt ghosts. All right so um and there's sharon lane i found you because of the road trip to the stone lion inn i remember you saying that sharon yeah you caught the stone lion inn video which was um what was that like number six or seven on the Ghosts and legends list i i can't remember it was one of those it was a it was a ghost and legends episode yeah so I'm going to start this off. There's going to be like different clips, photos. I'll tell stories. You guys throw in all kinds of questions down there. This is going to be like a very loose formatted show tonight. Um, for those listening to the the podcast later, I just want to apologize because some of these some of these clips have music segments with no speech and you just you see some of the um, video footage which when you're listening back to the podcast on on Spotify or what have you later you're not going to see the clips so I apologize for that but most of the clips have speech so uh, we'll get into this so all right so quarantine ghost says what a cool shirt yeah that's an oldie book goodie I I I actually wore this for a couple of those old ghosts and legends episodes. I'm dating my wardrobe that's not good okay (laughs) so this first clip is the old like the original society of the haunted group and it gives you an idea when we would go do residential cases how some of our trips to go do these we would end up like out in the middle of nowhere with some crazy directions and nutty stuff would happen so let me go ahead and uh we'll we'll start this up <laughs> road trips Okay, tell me about a fav- favorite or crazy investigation road trip.
1: Um, probably my favorite road trip is a uh, is one to southeast Oklahoma. Uh, the actual driving in the car would have to be going to Caddo. And I was driving, and we were all in my Grand Prix, and we got lost. Um, we got lost because I stopped for directions, and I literally got the, well, you go this way and turn that way as the crow flies, Clearly, as the crow flies, we saw a llama or an alpaca that was hairless or something, and he kind of looked like this creature from who knows where. I think we saw some sort of ostrich like things, some llamas. Um, somebody said they saw the Loch Ness Monster, but you know, a large black dog. We had birds dive bombing and dogs and all kinds of things. The homeowner gave us directions, and they said, Well, you know, once you pass the divot in the roads, it was when we were lost. And I contacted the homeowner, and I know you got video of me laughing. I was trying really hard to maintain, you know, being serious on the phone with him, but he's telling me, oh, you're going to come to a divot, and yet we're about two hours away from his house. And there are many divots in the road on the way to his house, so which particular divot is he talking about, you know? He didn't give me a particular spot in the road where the divot was going to be for me to be aware that I'm now at the location where I need to turn. It took us forever to get there.
0: Yeah, it really did take us forever to get there. It was absolutely insane that trip. And it was yeah, I mean literally, you know, and you come to the divot in the road is like wow. So the whole Loch Ness Monster thing was me um <laughs> it, it looked like that. I think it was really like an alpaca or something that was in a, a little pond, but the way it was sticking up out of the water, it it did look like um it looked like the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, the, there were black dogs on the road. We were getting dive bombed by birds. Just it was, it was the trip from hell, <laughs> and it was just a residential case. We didn't. We went down there. Um, we were. I don't know. Maybe it was only a couple hours that we could actually investigate because we had to make that trip all the way back. We found an alternate route. <laughs> we were not taking that way. The same way back, and um, you know, it's one of those that those long road trips that you. That you tend to remember they stand out in your mind maybe you stop someplace special you know to go eat or um and that one we hit some convenience store out in the middle of nowhere and it was all all the you know crazy off-brand stuff and you had to wonder how long it had been sitting on the shelves and it was just nuts uh that trip so Uh did we find the divot? We found the divot in the road, yes. (laughs) We did find the divot in the road. Um It was basic basically what it was was you know, you're you're coming down this small hill and at the bottom of that was this other road that, you know, went to the left or or whatever it was. And it's like But it yeah, it was just insane. (laughs) And to this day I couldn't even I mean, I do remember what the house looked like, but I couldn't recall anything about that actual investigation. So it was in Cato. I, re- I, of course, remember that, but I don't remember if we actually caught any evidence or anything like that on that investigation. So, um, yeah, that, that was one of those that was kind of crazy. Um, so the next set, and this is going to be like a, a series of different clips, but... Um, with this one, okay, so we mentioned Loch Ness Monster, which was probably an alpaca, um, or maybe it was a llama, who knows. <laughs> uh, the ostrich, the birds, the black dog, all that crazy stuff. This one, and I actually have video of it, was cows. So the Church of Darkness episode that was on my ghost story, a lot of you have heard me talk about Black Bear Church. And so that video was actually Ghosts and Legends of Oklahoma video number four, episode number four. Um, Again, like around the same time frame, a few months later. Um, I was doing those probably like one a month at the time. Um, And so that was, I think that summer that we released that. Yeah, because it has footage from that May. So this piece though is from a different a different point in time I was I was introducing somebody else to the location like I don't know months later because we were doing the stuff for we were in the talks with my ghost story and all that stuff and he hadn't been out to the location so I took a guy named Ken out there who was part of the team at that point so this is going to start up the other one because I didn't unclick it so get off that. Okay, this is the cows. This is what we get when we are investigating out in the middle of nowhere. We have the cows that are out in the middle of the road. Somebody let out. Look in there. Whoa. Look at him. Oh, yeah, he's he's scurrying off. He doesn't want any part. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go back out in the middle of the road. I don't want to hit a cow tonight. No. They, they do damage to your. Yes, they do.
1: <laughs> fucking hey, move! <laughs> Asshole! Get the fuck out of the way! Come on! Moo! <laughs> move! Stay in front. Moo, cow! I don't want to dart through them because they'll fucking come in the car oh, and crush my car. This is a mini Cooper. We can't do <laughs> it.
0: Oh, that's pretty funny, uh, Victoria Monday. Wait, you were out till the cows came home? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but cows were on their way home, apparently. Somebody let the cows out or whatever, and they were all over the road. I, when I talk about Black Bear Church, I know no, a number of you have heard me tell the story of the crawler. This is the church with the crawler, and I say it is out in the middle of nowhere down a couple of dirt roads. I am not kidding. <laughs> that is- Uh, that's the first dirt road you come off the highway that's the first dirt road and we were down there a ways already and there are these cows on either side and as we're driving down he's it ken was trying to take it slow so that you know he didn't crash his car he was just driving a mini cooper Uh, he didn't want to crash his car into one of the cows and of course they're crossing the road it's it was ridiculous (laughs) Uh, but we did finally get to black bear church and so um that was the photo that you saw right at the very end of it here this is a daytime shot this is not from that particular night this was uh some months prior when we went out there to do some um daytime footage push- actually we were on the way to another investigation uh up in Cushing Oklahoma and we stopped off here cuz there were you know some others in the group that hadn't been there and um so we were introducing them to the location. We had never been there during the day. Uh, it's actually a very, very different feel in the day than it is at night. It does get very, very creepy there at night. Um, yeah, why did the cow cross the road? <laughs> uh, to uh, to stop the, the ghost hunters from going to Black Bear Church. That's why. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to you know toss up a couple of th- uh things here about black bear so that you can kind of get a look daytime look of of inside the church you know it is such a an old video i mean we're talking it's it's 9 years old now that many people that are regulars now here uh probably have not seen some of this stuff so to give you a uh, bit of an idea here we go uh this is, ch- is kind of me describing uh the light anomalies there now, when we've taken photographs here, um, we've gotten some interesting uh, illuminated balls of light that, that look self-illuminated. I picked up one. Uh, it's probably like right about up here. Uh, Kathy's picked up a few. have gotten some. All right. So, yeah, that was just a quick clip. Um, the next one that I'm going to throw up here is actually, I was just talking about it. Was it Last week? I think it was last week, because we did the Paranormal TV shows last week, and uh, at the same time that I was talking about it, Candy Orton made reference to the steps down the road uh, that that we heard, like, clear as a bell. Like, somebody was actually walking down the road toward us, and then we ended up driving down there to see who it was, because, you know, we're waiting a moment, waiting, and nobody's coming, so, oh, all right, we'll get in the, the car and drive down there. And nobody was there, so... Here's uh, here's that clip. So directly across the street from the church is the Black Bear Cemetery, which was originally the Baldwin Cemetery named after the family who moved here and donated the land over there for the cemetery, uh, owned it as a farm. The first time I came here with Logan and Kathy, um, we were actually driving across from the church to here because there were coyotes out that night and so we didn't want to, you know, ha- have any trouble with that. So we actually drove the car across here and when we were coming back out to get into the car, we heard footsteps coming from down the road headed this way. We thought one of the locals was coming down to check us out, you know, see what was going on with the flashing lights and all that from our investigation, so we got in the car and drove all the way down because they were that loud we thought somebody was truly walking our way, but we didn't find a soul. We didn't find a soul. Um that was <laughs> that was a nice little piece of improv there to go, oh soul, hey, good term to use. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's a dirt road where we heard, you know, the steps coming down, but there was nobody there. Uh, it's a very, very haunted location. And uh if you guys ever get a chance to go out there, I mean it is literally out in the middle of nowhere, out of township. Um, you would enjoy it. You know, it, it's a, it's a nice abandoned location to kind of walk through. After we first did my ghost story, they were a little bit more vigilant about, you know, people that were getting on there. I mean, obviously it was, you know, completely desecrated by the teens and what have you. But, um, I would imagine by now they've loosened up on that. It's been, it's been nine years. Um, basically I, I ticked them off with that video, um, they didn't understand some of the things that I said about the pedestal in the back and the ritual work, the occult work that looked like it had been done back there. They thought I was talking about the parishioners uh, dabbling the occult, and it was like, no, 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 I, I, it's not what I meant. They, they were upset by that. That helps you meet cows. Yeah, Haunted Road Roast helps you meet cows. There you go. Um, Brandon Wallace was talking about... Um, you know, switching from coffee to, to scotch. I don't know if you guys caught it there at the end, but um, Freddie Silva during Edge of the Rabbit Hole tonight was drinking cognac. <laughs> um, so he was uh, he was loose for the show, which, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, you couldn't tell throughout the show. He was, you know, doing his thing. It was like, okay. Before the show, he was kind of silly with us, uh, which was cool. And then he was kind of loosening up there toward the end. And, you know, he's, he is a funny guy, so... Um, Yes, you guys are definitely being silly down there tonight. So, and Tim showing is having a Pepsi Zero. All right, um, nice Victoria. Do you think slaughterhouses are haunted by cows? <laughs> you never know if you hear a uh, a phantom moo. Yeah, it could be right. <laughs> it's not boo. It's moo. <laughs> All right. So um, one final clip from Black Bear, and this is. This is after the cows. So we got through the cows, turned down the street, Street, I say street, turned down the dirt road that Black Bear is on, and uh, it started to rain. (laughs) Right when we got there, it starts to rain. Uh, But I wanted to show Ken the location that we were talking about or some of our different experiences. So this is after the crawler incident. Um, So in fact, that daytime stuff was before the crawler incident, and then taking Ken there in the at the night was after the crawler incident so um so you're going to get a, a little taste of that if i bring up the right clip there we're coming out here all the time so. yeah they know people come up here there's kids that come coming here all the time and do stuff i think they've just kind Probably of accepted that else. happens uh, roof burned out. It used to be here just a couple of years ago, apparently. Oh, really? But it, it burned out or something. Um, but through the windows here, a lot of times you'll see, like, shadow people peeking in at you and stuff.
1: Probably from the cemetery.
0: Or around here, um, kind of the, I guess, general consensus is that because people have fooled around trying to do different things, Practices here yeah, that. We're
1: not gonna get any good photos of No,
0: not. But um, they may have, you know, conjured something up here. Yeah. Like there's a little, and I can show it
1: to you. Should there's, we go down in the
0: basement? Yeah, well, let me show you something real quick. Save. The basement's fine. Um, right here, we've. Uh, people have found animal bones and stuff. The one, day, the one night that we were here, we actually did. TV. Oh, that wasn't here before, that's new. But, yeah, like, people have done, ritual apparently, mistakes, yeah, yeah, ritual stuff and sacrifices and stuff here.
1: Maybe we'll find a cow down here. Or a body.
0: That's interesting.
1: Hope okay, it's a mannequin. There's no bodies. Yeah, four seconds. Look at that. hmm So
0: where did you see the crawler at? It was a, uh, she's standing here. There was a plastic bottle on the ground, which when she recites the tail, she says it's a can. Uh, was it was awesome. a plastic bottle. Oh, uh, okay. So a couple comments uh, during that clip. Brandon Wallace says, I always love to see clips of shadow people. Yeah, unfortunately we didn't get uh, any video footage of the crawler that was down there because we weren't running video that night that we were there. I have the audio of that in a couple of the videos on the Haunted Road Media channel. And also if you go into our Campsville grade school videos on the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel, you will see a, uh, a shadow person walking in the gym. So um, that and that's a really compelling piece of footage that we actually caught that shadow person on film. Um, it's also the uh the same set of videos that has the apparition at the bottom of the stairs. And another one where you can very clearly see her. So um yeah, that that's very compelling. So uh and also Brandon commented that's perfect stone slab for ritual r- work. Yeah, uh the it was like one of the first times that we were there. Again, it was at night, and back there on that stone slab, uh, we had found like some charred some charred bones and there was uh You could see that the stone had been scorched. Now, it could have been, and I say, this is what I kind of say, you know, it could have been somebody doing ritual work. It could have been somebody just, you know, burning their Kentucky Fried Chicken on there or whatever. We, We don't know what type of bone it was. We don't know what they were doing. We weren't there when whatever happened happened. However, there is a legend of that church that, again, after the parishioners had abandoned the church, that somebody came along did some ritual work there, and conjured up the crawler that now inhabits the place. And so we have witnessed the crawler. That is true. Other people have witnessed these other shorter shadow people that I was talking about uh, earlier that kind of peer in through the windows. People claim that they are minions of that crawler, but they won't actually come into the church. They just kind of linger about outside. People have also said that those same short shadow people when they drive away, will sometimes chase after the car or scratch the cars or that sort of thing. I haven't experienced that either, uh, but the crawler, yes, for sure. So uh, Rosella C. Rowe, Mike, do you plan on going back to this location again? I would love to. Uh, it's been it's been years since I've been back there. Um, it would have been before I think I think that time with Ken right there was actually my last time that I was there. I think it was. Um, it was, but it was before we did the stuff with uh, the the my ghost story filming because because of the uh, ghosts and legends of Oklahoma video uh, number four that we pissed off the actual uh, landowners of you know, that have the church on their land. So um, originally they were on board with us filming the episode there, and then you know because of the whole ritual work occult. Stuff they got ticked off, so uh, but I would love to go back. It's been many years now. It's you know, stuff like that going back and doing that, seeing what I could get now, uh, what, what I'd be able to experience now, all these years later. Uh, same thing with the Stone Lion Inn, uh, I was there, you know, a few years ago for the uh, the the Ghost Adventures filming, but I didn't actually investigate or anything, I was just being interviewed, so it's actually been about the same amount of time since I've investigated the Stone Lion Inn as well, so yeah, I'd like to get back to, to Oklahoma and, and do some of that stuff, so when I go back to Oklahoma now, it's like to see my son or, or whatever, so um, which I'll be back out there soon whenever they figure out the date that he's going to graduate, I was supposed to be there this past weekend, uh, His his graduation date was the 15th, but didn't happen um they pushed it off to the summer so uh victoria m wonder why they abandoned the church did something happen so basically it just you know it fell out of use you know it was a um basically it was a church out in a cornfield really um you know people it was there for for the local community the farmers that were in the area Uh, it was built in the early 1900s used until the late 1960s, early 1970s. People were driving more and, you know, able to travel a little bit further. So they would go up to the road to the town that was a little bit bigger. They had a church there, and they would go and, and use that rather than this one, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. So that's basically what happened is it just just fell into disuse, really. So... um all right Let's see if you guys have any other questions here and all right. So uh, Betty Lang, did you get permission in the early days to go there? I you know it's it's, it's funny. I know I, I talk a lot about getting permission to go into places. Uh, no um, I did not. So the first time that I went out there was with uh, with Logan Corelli and Kathy Nance. Logan was showing Kathy and I the location. Uh, he had been out there several times before in his older groups that he had been a part of um, given I guess given the fact that you know it's it's out literally out in the middle of nowhere. I am mean, not kidding. Uh, and it was you could tell it was frequented by kids like all the time you know every every time we went there there was something new that happened there. Um, in fact that time with with Ken, was the television. You know, that hadn't been there before. Somebody else had just dumped the television. There was always new stuff going on in there. So people were always going there. It was kind of like, you know, the Ting the Hangout for the most part. it would go party and all that. So, no, we, we didn't get permission to go there. Uh, but again, when we, when we first proposed the idea, hey, we want to do something on your old church, they were all excited about it, and they didn't care that we had been on there. It was just mentioning that pedestal being used for occult practices, that flipped them out. So, um, All right, so I'm going to move on to Fort Chaffee in Arkansas. This was a really, really cool place. It was the old field medical complex that was on there, which was basically like, it was his own self-contained environment. Uh, For those of you that watched either on my YouTube or on my Instagram, the feeling the afterlife story. this is that location. And you know it was not only a hospital, it had like its own bowling alley. It had its own movie theater. Um, there was a little jail in there. It was just its own like a little self-contained community, but it was primarily a field hospital and it had all these long hallways and went in all these different directions. Uh, people have likened it to the game of Doom and so you know running down these corridors and you know, it was just a crazy maze. It was it was really cool to explore. So here's a, a couple of photos. It doesn't really give you I don't think I actually included one of the hallway photos here, but you know a couple of the old buildings it was it was abandoned when uh, we went to go and investigate, of course. So you can see all these uh, really cool old military buildings. And you'd go inside one of these. Now see, these two buildings here, they're actually connected on the back side. There's a hallway that connects the backs of them. So you could come out the front here and use this road. But on the back side, there are these long hallways that actually connect all these buildings together. And then this is a walkway that goes to, if I recall correctly, this goes to the bowling alley. So, um, and I have a slew of pictures and and video and all of that from this location. You can find the Paranormal Roads video, Fort Chaffee. Um, it has a lot of exploration. And then, of course, the Paranormal Investigation. We were there for two full days. And, you know, we were just scratching the surface. It was... Um, really, really cool place to visit and investigate. It's a real shame that it burned down. Now, there are some conspiracies about that. So, the base didn't want it there anymore. However, it was a bit of a tourist attraction. There was a... um, there was a group that ran the investigations out of there, out of the old Cuban prison, and then they also did the tourism there for the Elvis Presley chairs, where Elvis got his haircut when he went into the military. And they had actually just gotten the old field medical complex registered, designated as a National Historic Landmark, and then all of a sudden, it was like, what, within three days, the thing went up in flames. Um... They had wanted, from my understanding, from, again, conspiracies and all that, they had wanted to use the land to develop some sort of commercial center. It was like right across the street from the, the country club that was there. So, you know, want this eyesore across from the country club. We ended up there. I'll show you the, the photos here in a little bit. But we ended up there like the day after it burned down because we were headed out for another investigation. But on this particular investigation, when we were doing all this, the road trip part that I want to show you has to do with the, with the trip back. So when you're road tripping, you know, you're, you're doing all kind of that crazy stuff like I was talking about before where, you know, you're stopping off at some memorable place for dinner and you want to like try to pick like a local location, you know, kind of get the taste of the food of the area. Uh, so, there's some dives you end up in and all that stuff. Um, but, you know, you get your snacks for the road and all that stuff. But then there are times where you get extra tired and you're, you know, you're driving home trying to get to your next destination or whatever it is that you're doing and you're trying to get that little extra done. Like, I didn't want to stop overnight somewhere, I wanted to just get home. You'll see in the video, I should not have been driving. My daughter is taking the video, and she's laughing at the way I am being at the time, because I am being goofy as hell. But you can also tell I'm extremely tired, and I just, we, we shouldn't have continued to go, but we did. And so, you're going to get a glimpse of, this is Mike when he's super tired and very incoherent. Enjoy. Tell him I'm awake. Barely. Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because I am able to drive to this skinny ground. Uh, <laughs> in any case. Oh. You can't even talk. Can't even okay. In any way. Okay. Eight is not three. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay.
1: Well, no, okay. But. Let me, okay. My dad, my dad is tired. Um, you can tell when he's tired, like when he's really tired, when he's making no sense. This
0: is one at a time. We were passing the loves, okay? And so I was just, for whatever reason, I was a, suddenly about to say something about like, there's eight of them. But... It wasn't that, it's three, not eight, see, um, between, (laughs) let me explain, between, (laughs) between that, Love's, and Oklahoma City, there's like three more, but not eight. So Kathy's behind us. Yes, she Oh, hey, she's close now. Well, that's because we're going through the construction. We're all tired and trying to get to our places of sleepage. If you have a letter that you never pronounce, ever, why even have it? I mean, is it for looks so that it, the word looks like it has more letters? Is it artwork, do you like the way you write your H's? Um, you never pronounce it, there's no point to having letter in the outfit. I mean, when you say A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, do you go I, J, K? Do you say A, B, C, D, E, F, G, <laughs> I, J, K? Do you just skip it? Do you just, like, pause? Do you, just, like, do sign language or something? See, we got into this That's conversation, K. I can do K. I can we K. got into this conversation because we passed by a Mexican restaurant. Um, ow, ow. cramp? Yeah, my hand is cramped up, look. <laughs> my hand cramped up. I, it's, it's totally cramped. Holy crap. I can't move it. <laughs> I, I did not make it a K. It's it, it, it stuck. Practices with my cake. <laughs> oh, oh my God! I can't hurt. Dang it! Ugh. Okay, but we got into wow. <laughs> we got into. See if I could do that again. But we like their banana split coffee. Yeah, it's cappuccino. It's banana split ish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See that that's what I'm talking about. Just random yeah, it's stuff.
0: Little ish Yeah, it ish, like really? Ish. Well it's got the ish in it. Okay, it doesn't matter. We all know that ish is cool, but you can't just
1: use it with everything.
0: You're using a camera-ish. We've been on these paranormal roads so long that it is um we're gonna run into church traffic. What? You have code for a bear. Um.
1: See, it's stuff like this. You just don't understand.
0: Um, I, actually, I don't think I have code for a bear. Do look like a pizza? Look like a pizza, yeah. That's me. Your ear looks plastic. My ear looks plastic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just in the camera shot, it looks plastic.
1: In Simms the Evil, you can have pointy ears. For your elf? Sure. For your, like, wizard
0: person? Liz. Or you can make an elf blacksmith. Wizards don't have red ears? <laughs>
1: Is <that> a wizard? <laughs> okay. I, I think I hear you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I
0: heard you say red ears. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> Wizards don't have red ears. Uh, Dad turn. <laughs> um, I'm going straight on the road. We're all no, you're, yeah, you're going all dead you were yeah, you were going down straight. You were turning. And no, I was going straight through the turn. Exactly. You have to turn the turn. Right. Walk through, the all, walk. through all of this, I have maintained the course on the road. Okay, yes. Uh, like Betty says there at the end, I was falling asleep. Yeah, I, I understand that. That's why I was saying <laughs> I should not have been driving. At least like maybe the the second half of that clip. Um, yeah, I think we... We ended the investigation like around 3 a.m. It's a three-hour drive from there to where we lived on the other side of Oklahoma City. And I was I, I was determined to make it home. We should have stayed somewhere. Um, yeah, it was... I understand that. My daughter was doing a good job of keeping me up, but there were times you could see where I'm like, uh, yeah, and I'm saying weird shit. I get that, so... Um, but... I don't usually drive at 4 in the morning or whatever. I usually cut it. What happens is once my eyes start to droop, that's it. I'm done. We're stopping. So, um, yeah. (laughs) So um, a couple of things uh, uh, that came up in that. So Betty also asked, how old was your daughter? She was 16 at the time. Uh, She's 25 now. So this this was filmed June 2011. So we're coming up on the nine-year mark of that. Uh, Also, Kathy Silento asked, Mike, is there a cemetery there anywhere on the property or thereabouts? So like down the road um, is a cemetery. It's, I guess, I think it might technically be on the base. Uh, We didn't actually go to it, so I'm not not for sure where it is. I just know that there's supposed to be one down the road. Um, There is a reference to it in the Feeling the Afterlife short story, which is in the Campfire Tales Midwest book. That, uh, that I wrote, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, have, I've been drinking tonight. Is somebody drinking down there? I'm not drinking, I'm, I mean, I've got, actually I actually have tea in this now. I had coffee earlier, um, and I'm a fun dad. Well, I, I, I try to be, I try to be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and you guys are saying you're worried. I mean, I try. I mean, really, and honestly, I, I said it there in the video that whole time I stayed straight down the lane. In fact, at the very beginning, you see that we're in that construction zone. And it got pretty narrow and I was straight the whole time. But no, I shouldn't have been driving. I get it. I get it. <clears throat> All right. So moving on from that, that was for chaffy. Oh, I wanted to finish up with the one thing with Fort Chaffee. So, yes, um, about a month and a half later. We, if I click on the right button here. So a month and a half later, we were there the day after it burned down. This is actually the day after it burned down. You can see the fire still going. Actually, what happened was the fire kicked back up when we went down there. So we were out to another investigation in Arkansas. This was on the way. We stopped off. We're actually in that parking lot of the country club that I was talking about. Um, you can see what's, what's there in the middle, that little structure. Um, that's the stonework of a couple of those hallways that are connecting with each other. Uh, Of course, the hallways have all burned down. And then I snuck up on there and got some closer footage. And you just see these like little pedestals where some of the buildings had been on. You can see other remnants in the background between the trees. And it was just a real shame. Um, It was a real shame that that burned down. So the official excuse was that there were Uh, some people who trespassed and dropped a cigarette or whatever it's like "Mm." I don't know about that Guardian Echoes Nicole Guillaume hey good to see you down there we all need to pitch in to get you a self-driving car I would love that actually if you you guys all want to pitch in to get me a self-driving car that would be cool they're a little pricey though but um, that would be pretty is that how Mike came up with his own coffee so you you heard in the video the banana split idiish. <laughs> so in that in that area along that strip, it's I forty, and they had a couple of different loves which I don't um, I don't stop at loves anymore because I work for Travel Centers of America and their headquarters for their IT department. So um, so I don't partake in loves anymore, but um, I used to back in the day, and they had a coffee flavor called Banana Split. And so, when we would make that uh, drive, I would stop off at one of those and get a Banana Split coffee. And so, I was so freaking goofy in that video, I called it, it would say, it's Banana Split idish So, here we go, here for Tim Schoen. Haunted Road Roast, it's Banana Split Idiosh. Not quite. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to another location. This one's been fun. So um, we're gonna. I had I had it up on that. I got to do it. I got to do it over because you guys didn't even see it. So, haunted road roast. It's banana split, idiotish. There you go. I had it on that photo the whole time. Okay, so. Um, yeah, self-driving car. I like that idea. Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs> In any case, we're gonna move on to Helltown. Uh, I got a couple clips of that. We'll go ahead and play it, and then we'll. Uh, I got some photos. We'll talk about Helltown because that was even that was it was relatively local to me because it's when I had just moved back to Ohio. I'm moving back to Ohio again, um, and it's eh, it was about forty-five minutes maybe from where I was living at the time, because so I was way on the west side, like. Way to the west side, and Helltown is more east, southeast Cleveland. We're talking Cleveland. Um, Yeah, so Christopher Stanton goes down there. In any case, here we go. Yeah, that's Fort Chaffee again, but here we go. So I'm inside the little train depot, and back in the day when this was actually a fully functioning town, you know, there was some industry uh, around here water is not drinkable Should have to see if it works can we actually pump some water out of here we can and no no that's not drinkable, that was brown this is a different type of paranormal road it's a walking trail that is the old canal we're going to see some blocks here in a little bit The old locks, that's where we're at right now. You can see where the old buildings have been and are now gone. But this is, this is the lock system. You can actually walk the entire road to the Brandywine Visitor Center. It empties out into the parking lot there. So it no longer actually connects with another road. Now, the real reason why it's closed is because nobody wanted to pay the money to upkeep it. There's a lot of different legends and tales about its closure, but it came down to a money thing, really. Now, see, off on the left here, road closed. Here's one of the houses. One of the old houses right there got taken. See, there's Helltown Right there. Right by the road closed. And this was recent people. Look, they had a dish. So it's still going on. They're still taking properties. All in the name of turning into a national park. Look and see a little trash can back in there. restricted area of video surveillance is used on this property area closed okay fine area closed but still this is somebody's home there's somebody's garage so alright well they've warned us so we won't actually walk up there like I can break I'm not gonna break in anyway, but that's it. Somebody's life was here. Somebody's home. Oh, I like the bullshit on this sign. You know, we'll zoom in on it if we can. Yeah, area closed, all national park service, area beyond this point closed to public use and travel because of emergency conditions. Bullshit, you no know, emergency. You just took it over because you can't. All right, so again, to the podcast listeners later on, I apologize for any of the moments of silence in there, but uh, we are doing this live on YouTube. So I, I, podcast listeners, join us live, you know? YouTube.com slash edge of the rabbit hole or YouTube.com slash on road media. All right, so question, Dave Styles, where is Helltown? Um... Crystal, Stanton, the uh, listeners and viewers later on. Uh, that is basically the epicenter is Boston Mills, Ohio. It's really that that area there. Um, so, and to answer Tammy Heisman's question, why did it close down? Basically, it, uh, the the government declared eminent domain. Uh, their excuse was so that they could reclaim land for park usage. Um, they they said that. Um, Basically, there there was too much commercialism and industry taking over, so they wanted to make sure that we had enough national park space. So instead of carving out a chunk of land somewhere and saying, this is going to be the park, they actually— and this wasn't the only area, but this has kind of become the most famous. Um, they just reclaimed the whole area, the town, kicked people out of their houses— businesses, all that stuff. It was really very sad. It became known as Helltown because in a very short period of time, so many houses became abandoned. The fire departments were allowed to come in and practice, you know, uh, do training by burning down some of the houses there. And so there were like burnt out remnants, um, you know, there for a while. You know, so it was, it's it's really sad uh, what happened to these people. So, you know, the people that use the park now are kind of oblivious as to how it all came about. Um, there's an older gentleman I just recently talked to, um, about a month ago now. And so he, um, he grew up right there, uh, on Stanford road. And so when I go back out there, he and I are going to, to get together and, and he's going to share a little bit more. We were, we we're talking for like hours, um, this, this one particular night. So yeah, it's, it's just a real tragedy. What happened there. Uh, with these people, and there's of course all kinds of crazy legends and stories, and so he kind of gave me the lowdown as to you know kind of like what's true, what's not. So there's like there's pieces, there's elements, of course that that are, but you know much of it has been elaborated upon. Um, so some other questions not related to Helltown that were thrown in there. Robert, Hanna, Mike, will you do any future investigations out at Bachelor's Grove Cemetery? I'd love to do more around Bachelor's Grove. Um, I was going to include some Bachelor's Grove stuff here with uh, this particular presentation. You can see we're already, you know, 48 minutes into it. This is kind of running long. I, I didn't have time to add it to here anyway, and we're probably not going to get to the, the final couple things, uh, but I would love to do more with Bachelor's Grove because I was out there with, with Tom and Nick, and uh, Eric Klein was with us, um, and, you know, we were, it's, it's not just a cemetery, you go down that old abandoned road, and that's why I wanted to include it with this, you go down that old abandoned road, you have to take that abandoned road to get back to the cemetery, but you keep going on, um, you know, the the bridge is down, but you can, you know, it's easy to, to cross the, the little creek on your own, and it keeps going off into the woods, there's this old road that's been, you know, taken up by all the vegetation and everything, and we were able to find, um, you know, some of the old foundations, the houses, and there was the, um, you know, the cistern that was there, and so it was a pretty cool location. Um, We really enjoyed it, and so we'd like to do more there. It was just starting to get dark. Uh, Roselle C. Rowe, how did the coffee come about? Um, I always wanted to have my own coffee. (laughs) That's kind of what it comes down to. Um, I had been looking up ways online to be able to do it, and it was always going to be very expensive, and I had to buy like $500, pieces at a time and all that sort of stuff, I came across Deadly Grounds um, at a conference that I did in New York uh, a few years ago, and, you know, I just, I asked Tom, who, who runs Deadly Grounds, hey, you know, are you able to do a custom roast, you know, for me, and um, yeah, I guess they had already done one for uh, the guy that played Eddie Munster when he was a kid, and so he's like, yeah, yeah, we can do that for you, and so we've been, we've been doing it ever since, so there you go. That's the coffee story. All right. Um, as far as that that house, okay, that um, at the end of that clip, went back there, what was it, four or five months later? Because that was, that was shot in September. Went back there in February. That house was already gone. And, you know, the land was made to look like it had never existed. Like even like where the driveway was and all that, just like gone. They didn't leave the driveway. They just, you know, they plowed that whole thing under. You know, where... You got the little drainage ditch that goes across the front of the property where the driveway had come across that. Yeah, they they dug that out. So it looked like, yo, there's nothing. Now, when I was back there would have been this past summer, I was driving through and uh, and stopped off at Helltown, my return. There's another video out of Hunter Road Media for that. So all this stuff is on the Hunter Road Media channel. Um. They had a, a bunch of trees in like pots. They were basically, they were going to plant a bunch of trees right there in that area. So it would really look like nothing was ever there. So um, kind of crazy. And yes, thank you, Quarantine Ghost. You can purchase your Hunter Road Roast at hauntedroadmedia.com slash merch. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. All right. So we're going to do one more Um, because we're getting to the end here, and that is my most recent excursion, which, I mean, now it's been since November, and we're in the middle of May right now, it's crazy. Chaco Canyon, so let me show you the clips here. Here we are at pueblo bonito in chaco Canyon. this is a bucket list item for me i am absolutely ecstatic to be here now these sites here and this is you know one of the oldest one of the largest you know going back to 850 a.d one of the great kivas is here we'll go check that out in a little bit but this was a spiritual center for the anasazi which were known as the ancient ones which are believed to be the descendants of the hopi and while these sites here date back to 850 a.d that culture goes back even further we really don't know where they began this very very mysterious culture we don't know why they came here and built these out in the middle of nowhere and we don't even know why they left so so many mysteries still going on as to what exactly they were used for of course believe they were used as a as a spiritual center, it's aligned to the stars. So that tells you a lot right there. So yeah, like Tim Schoen says, this was on my bucket list for a long, long time. Um, so this past November, Hotter uh, Road Media was an award winner at the Shockfest Film Festival for um, you know Best in you know, Paranormal Media. Um, the I should have grabbed it, the trophy sitting over there. Um, so, I drove out there. I saw my kids on the way back in, in Oklahoma, uh, or at least a couple of them. But I drove out there because, well, for one, I got all the books and everything. It's kind of pricey to drag all that stuff onto the plane, uh, but also because I wanted to hit Chaco Canyon. And she was down there earlier uh, guiding Echoes. Uh, Uh, Nicole Guillaume so uh, she actually helped out with my table so I got to meet Nicole so go check out her channel too she has some really cool stuff Um, especially if you guys like tarot she's been doing the pick a card stuff really really cool Um, in any case so on the way back is when I hit Chaco Canyon it was a big time bucket list item of mine Uh, I didn't really get into it with Freddie Silva earlier this evening but um, in his book I already brought it inside the missing lands he does get into the star people he does talk about Chaco canyon he talks about the hopi and uh the anasazi and, and all of that and so that's where what all this is tied into and so um i absolutely love being out there you know you see i mean these are ancient ruins in america we don't have a whole lot you know we have a lot of the mound structures in and what have you uh like throughout ohio um you know Cahokia mound was was mentioned in the chat. I didn't get a chance to answer, to ask the question uh, during Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Um, you know, so we get to see the mounds, but as far as like ancient stone structures like this, we really don't have a whole lot. But this is one location in America where we actually do, and so this was really fantastic. I was so happy uh, when I got there. I was like, I love this day. If if you saw um, you know some of the videos that I was posting from there. And so, uh, you know, here's one of the, the Kivas, um, I did, you know, I have that whole video out there on the Hunter Road Media channel on this, and yeah, I do get into some of the ancient alien stuff, of course, because there are those, um, there are those assertions as to what all of this actually was, and it was aligned to the stars. Now, this, this is kind of interesting. You don't get the sense of it by looking at this, but... The top of that is actually like about waist high for me. You have to crawl to get in there. Um, And there's some people that try to say, well, the people are really small. And I'm like, no, 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 it wasn't the people. Um, Because of the particular room that's back there, I think they built this so that you purposely had to crawl, that you had to get down um you know on your knees kind of like in reverence to to get in there so you know there's a lot of theories. we don't i mean people speculate uh but they don't know for sure exactly what happened here so anytime i mean whether it's you know the you know mainstream archaeology or if it's an ancient alien guys or whoever it is anything that has to do with this site is a lot of speculation so uh, but i absolutely loved being out there and so it's um You know, it's more stuff like this that, you know, I want to do, I want to get into, go to those types of locations, um, because, you know, it's, even though it's not a haunted house, uh, there's definitely spiritual energy that's there, there's definitely some supernatural activity going on there. Uh, You know, could it, could it be haunted? It could, it very well could be haunted that, um, especially I have a place like that, when we get into, To topics like stone tape theory and what have you, could some of that energy be trapped into the stone, uh, into the material that's around there? Very well. Of course, there's people that believe it was a spaceport. So even then, would that energy be trapped in there? You know, that is certainly a possibility. So, um, Tom McNicholas has been to ruins in Arizona, like those. Yeah, I mean, there's that. It's a, it's the same. It's the same type of uh, culture. So, like with Arizona, there would be the Hopi. Well, the Anasazi are supposed to be the ancestors of the Hopi. Again, that's kind of the belief. They don't actually don't know for sure, <laughs> but it's it's kind of the general consensus right now. And we could always be wrong. But the general consensus is that the Hopi came out of the Anasazi. So um so i saw sharon lane say uh, hot media coffee chocolate and wine so yeah we have the coffee um i know tim shown has suggested the the chocolate before and it's doable except for like taking it to conventions during the summer <laughs> uh it'll melt but we could conceivably do that uh, it'll ship right the wine varies Laws vary from state to state, and for me to sell it, if I sell over a certain amount, then I have to get a license to do that. I do make my own wine. It's kind of why I'm talking about that. So um all right, Let's see if you guys have any last questions. Uh Betty Lange, Did that place feel like a walk back in time? Uh Chaco Canyon. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got, to, you got to touch something that was built, you know, over a thousand years ago. And, you know, I haven't been overseas yet, like, I don't know, Rome or, you know, wherever, to be able to touch some of those old and ancient buildings like that. I've only been in the U.S. so far, Canada, um, the Caribbean. But, so that is the oldest thing that I've been able to get my hands on. Uh, was that. And so that was really, really cool to be able to just, and they l- let you walk right through there. I mean, there's some areas that are roped off, they don't want you, you know, climbing on or getting into or what have you, but most of it is really, really accessible. And you can, you know, walk right up there, you can touch the walls, and it's like, wow, yeah, this is really freaking cool. So um, you definitely feel the energy in a site like that. Uh, it's just, it just was absolutely amazing, and I cannot wait to go back so um all right um mike's moonshine no it's not it's this not moonshine it's actually a legit wine so (laughs) um yeah i don't i don't really drink moonshine actually See if you guys have anything else, and we can start to wrap it up because we are at our hour mark. Uh, the other one that I had, and like I said, I didn't have, and I'll just say this real quick, I didn't have a, a lot of time to line up much more than beyond this. Uh, Ferry Plantation, which was the, that's Encounters with the Paranormal Volume 4, that's the highlighted area for that. Um, because it is, you know from where I've been located, it is a bit of a hike to get out there because it's Virginia Beach. Um, but there's so many other places that, you know, I haven't been able to talk about that are, that are road trips. Like I was going to throw, you know, old, um, South Pittsburgh hospital was going to go in there and, uh, cause Hales Bar Dam was on that road trip as well. And just, you know, so many of these places where, you know, you hit multiple ones all at the same time. Those are a lot of fun. So this one is, um, Oh, it's off to the, I grabbed the wrong photo, but it's off to the left over there. This is where they had the wake set up in the, um, in the best parlor. And I was actually, actually started, um, really tuning into what was going on there and the one woman that was inhabiting the room. It was kind of one of my more, of course, I don't ever claim to be anything, but one of my more psychic moments, I guess, what <laughs> happened in there. So it's a very, very cool location. And so... That's kind of what this was about was me, you know, reminiscing, kind of heading out to some of these different uh, haunted locations like that and showing people that are a little bit, you know, newer to Haunted Road Media, um, some of the old clips from from back in the day, because, um, I know, a lot, a lot of you probably haven't gone back. We have like almost 800 videos out there in the Haunted Road Media channel. You probably haven't gone back to, you know, the first couple. So (laughs) there we go. All right. All right anything else and yeah i should make haunted road wine there we go yeah uh haunted road media popcorn that's a new one chocolate moonshine okay (laughs) uh that's funny so all right all right everybody let's go ahead and get to the shout outs really appreciate everybody joining us tonight